Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and doing excerpts about the exception. Hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, and enjoy I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. Hello again. Welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. As we enter a new decade, customer experience is firmly positioned as a competitive advantage and something most brands are prioritizing right now. It's never been more important to deliver a consistent, seamless experience for customers and to look towards the future to find innovative ways to meet their needs. The blending of marketing and customer experience is not a new concept. A brand, after all, is not just about using logo and colors consistently. It's about ensuring the advertising, your website, customer service and products all convey the same messages and invoke the same feelings. Today I chat to Jackie Maroon, Chief Experience Officer at VML YNRSA, part of the WPP stable. Jackie believes that great customer experience is the most important ingredient for a brand. Deep empathy and design thinking can be used to rewire your organization and your customer touch points in transformative ways with positive results for customers and the bottom line. She is also passionate about growing the skills and tools required for customer experience, design and e-commerce in South Africa. Jackie, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Jackie, as Chief Experience Officer at VML YNR, what is your mandate? It's to expand our clients' um, engagement with their customers and their marketing efforts into the customer experience realm. So the way we see it is that a lot of the brand and advertising work that we do um, builds the brand promise. And customer experience is the proof point of that promise. So we try to look at the customer holistically and and manage both sides of that equation so that the reality of the brand is expressed and comes to life and is authentic in the actual experiences the customer has with that brand in real life. I find it interesting that a creative agency as a chief experience officer, how has this benefited the agency's value proposition to clients? I think it's... um, it's given us a very interesting story to tell about how to create greater impact in in the marketing efforts and to see everything that's done upstream in the marketing world as a continuum or a journey into other parts of the organization. So it's helped us facilitate much more holistic conversations in our clients where they are seeing Uh, aspects of marketing in a more siloed way we can help bridge those silos for them and that becomes the value that we offer is being able to orchestrate different parts of their organization to work together holistically so that the customer gets one voice one message one experience yeah that's awesome i think um when you're not ceo (laughs) (laughs) what do you do in your spare time Ooh, I've got lots of interests. There's a lot of art. I do yoga. I love gardening. I'm very interested in astrology and all things um, astronomical. And uh, I love travel. So if I've got time off work, it's generally traveling the world. No, that's awesome. So let's get down to the topic at hand today. 
Customer experience is the future of marketing. Mm. A, a bold statement indeed. Your thoughts on this? I am obviously biased because it's it's my world, but I see customer experience as being the overarching way an organization interacts with its with its audience and its customers. And so marketing in many ways is a subset of customer experience. It's one of the ways we communicate and and express our value and products and services to a customer. Customer experience for me is the broadening of the perspective of a marketer. And that's why it's the future is because we've got all these new technologies available to us, data available to us that allows us as marketers to broaden our perspective and see the customer more holistically and bridge all those gaps into customer service, brand purpose. There's so many aspects that customer experience embraces that marketers can move into. If you look at marketing from a traditional sense, um, I mean, we put our ads out there, right? Mm. So the question to you is, does an ad equate to a good customer experience? It can. It depends on the context and the um, understanding that has gone into that ad. So the insight and how that ad understands where the customer is coming from when they see that ad and where that ad takes them. So if if advertising absolutely has a role to play, but it needs to be contextually relevant to the customer's life and their needs. And if that is stitched together in a meaningful way, then it absolutely is part of customer experience. But sometimes um, advertising can happen in isolation of what the customer is trying to get done. And that's when I don't think it connects. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you, you're actually saying that without a customer journey mapping, you can't create that optimal experience you want for your, for your customers. That's exactly right, in my view. Okay, so how would you define customer experience in the marketing world? I would define it as the overall journey of a customer and from, from becoming a prospect all the way to becoming an advocate and and using all the touch points and data and channels that are at the disposal of a marketer to stitch that together. Yes, and I, I agree with you, but I'm also seeing it linked to, um, so what is the brand promise? I think the brand promise is what the values of the brand are and how those values will meet the needs of a customer. That's how I would sum up the promise. And it creates expectation and differentiation so that a customer can choose if this is a brand that they want to participate in. Let's, let's maybe talk about some of the brands out there that have brought their, their brand promise to life by using customer experience in a new way. I mean, look mm. at it. Uh, we've been, customers are influenced by technology. Mm. They're constantly online. It creates a different experience, and then we have we we are operating in an omni-channel world. Right. So, what you do online, should you not be having a consistent approach uh, offline as well? So, in, ensuring that your your customer journey mapping is not only contained to one channel, how do you create a 360 customer experience that it doesn't get left to your call center mm. or your customer experience um, or your customer service agents 
in your offline world, for example. Mm. So I, I'm just thinking, did anyone think about a cust- customer uh, service agents online? So that hasn't translated for me. What do you think? Right. I think that the, the emergence of chief customer officers in organizations points to this fact that there are so many parts of an organization that actually do have some stake in the customer's experience, whether it's online or offline, in different channels and media. And so bringing those together is is the job of customer experience, really. And And when those parts of the organization are not working together, that's when the experience doesn't translate and then the promise is broken. That brand promise is broken to the customer because something doesn't connect for them. So being able to pull those parts together, as you say, in an omni-channel view is is the work. Well, um, I mean, which is why, uh, from my observation, marketing departments or divisions are not equipped to handle this. Mm. So um, that... Uh, responsibility is given to other areas of an organization like your channel ambassadors like your offline people Um, so I think the important thing is like so how should marketing evolve for this transition I think the point of of evolution is data and marketers have power in the data that they have and that's where this has started to to really grow and develop into a marketing discipline. Mm -hmm. So I think marketers need to take a hold of the data that they have and use that and, and build on it with the other departments within the organization. That's the front of the wedge in driving customer experience forward because data represents empathy, understanding, and insight into the needs of what you're servicing, how to service a customer. So I would say that that's how marketers grow into the space. And in fact, the digital shift that we've made as a society is what has brought customer experience largely to the fore because the customers gained a voice there's more insight and understanding of what they really need because they're telling us much louder and in much more nuance than we had before. From the onset of COVID, how has customer experience shifted in your mind? And what are some of the challenges being faced by consumers um, in terms of dealing with brands? So I'll, ask, I'll answer the second question first, is that I think that consumers have been watching brands very closely in this time to see how authentic their brand promise really is and whether they are, in these hard times, actually living the promises and the truth of what they've said they believe in. So that authenticity has been a real test of brands' metal and whether they really live up to what they stand for as an organization in treating their employees and treating their customers and helping humans bridge the difficulty and the tragedy that's that's been happening um i think that so that's that's the brand side of it i think from a customer experience point of view there's been a lot of breakdown of the customer experience in organizations that aren't ready for the amount of emotion that comes with these kinds of times and the the way customers really need to be 
dealt with as humans. So one of the examples is um, organizations that are offering ways to notify them that someone in your family has passed away. You know, that's all around us where people are having to do the admin related to deaths in the family. And it it shows how the customer experience breaks when they're not met with empathy, where they are notifying one part of the organization that a family member has passed away and another part of the organization phones them to ask why the premiums haven't been paid and that notification hasn't spread across because the, the data hasn't been stitched together in that organization to see that customer as one human individual. So I think that it's starting to widen the cracks that have been there all along in organizations especially in the realm of dealing with death and all the products and services that help people through the admin of that. Yeah, you and I spoke about it. I mean, we were looking at examples that was close to us. Mm. And I've had uh, subsequent more than one phone calls because I work for a bank and asking me, um, you know, they're going to lose their homes. Um, how do they get a will done, for example? So I think, you know, um, just ensuring that there's that seamless experience back to customer always um, puts a customer at ease that they, you know, that they're in the right hands. It's, Absolutely. I mean, it could be any vertical in the industry, but when I phone the call center and I have to retell my story from scratch, mm. it's actually, um, you know, it distresses the customer. Absolutely. And and even small things like phoning a call center to ask for help in a situation where there's a lot of distress and tragedy and you're not met with sympathy. There's not even condolences or it's just what's your profile number. You know, it's it's small things that are just manners and, and common courtesy between humans that count for so much in these times as well as the administrative and structural servicing of customers. For me, the key insight coming out of that is whilst customers are online and we're doing digital, you know, we're operating in a digital world, there's still a huge need for that um, that empathy you speak about, but also in terms of um, human understanding so that when I do decide I want to call you or speak to you or come and visit you. You know who I am because it's all about choice at the end of the day. The customer chooses how they want to engage with the brand. Right. So um, I think brands need to think about that end-to-end experience rather than even marketers need to sh- to move out of their world and go and collaborate with other areas of the business. Absolutely. Because I think the context of the customer exists in so many different parts of the organization. And it's context that actually is the hardest thing to get right. We know what products that customer's got. We know their their details. We might know their family structure even from the information we have. But using more data sets to understand their real context in any moment in time is where the real relationship happens and the deeper brand trust um, builds from that. Mm, brand trust is key. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the other drivers which are propelling disruption. Mm. Um, I mean, we've seen Uber Eats mm. um, 
mm. you know, all of uh, the e-commerces, pop-ups, mm. small businesses, pop-ups as well. Mm. Uh, Woolies Dash now came right. up. Um, what's what's propelling? I mean, how does customer experience change with this with this disruption? It's been such an interesting thing to watch the e-commerce space and how that has evolved because I think e-commerce was very much a a privileged service that was um, catered for a higher income bracket in this country, and lockdown forced many, many different stratas of, of our society online. So people with low data are having to are having to buy things online. People without addresses, formal addresses, are needing to take delivery because they haven't been had access to the shops. And people have have needed much more urgent servicing of their e commerce needs. So where it was quite a leisurely thing in the past where you bought groceries online and you could, you know, get your delivery next week, people need that delivery today or tomorrow, or if they're buying medicine online, or if there's a you know, an urgent need to get um food for a baby or a pet or something like that. So it's given rise to things that were starting to emerge, but it's really accelerated subscription services where things just arrive at your door when you need them and on-demand delivery. So that's where um, Checkers 6060 came in and really shook things up a little bit by saying, we're not going to make you wait for later this week. We'll deliver within 60 minutes using the more on-demand services like um the the networks that already existed around Uber Eats and Bottles and and the various on demand apps, so it's pushed Woolies into that space of having to create Woolies Dash, and it's it's changed the customer's expectation of what great service looks like, and it elevates everyone and pushes all organisations to match that level of service. So, whereas in marketing, generally traditionally marketers would peg themselves against what other marketers in their vertical or their industry were doing. Marketers are now forced to look at all lifestyle services because customers are comparing them across industries um, and and expecting the same quality and convenience that they're being supplied with in other parts of their life. What we need to acknowledge is that customer service is is never going to be the same again. Mm. We're seeing a rise, like you said, of a new era of consumerism coming up. So the question is, looking at brands like Netflix, for Mm. example, even DSTV, I see, is now competing. Everything is changing overnight at such a rapid rate. I think at the core of it, we we need to ask ourselves, how how does a brand actually equip for such rapid change when they're not ready for it? Yes. I think that's the exciting part of what's going on is I think brands in the past have been a little bit complacent in understanding the customer's needs. They've gotten into grooves, comfortable grooves of this LSM needs that and this demographic needs that and not really questioning those needs daily and weekly and we're now in a rate of change in our society where if you're not keeping on the pulse of the needs of the humans you're serving on a daily and weekly basis you'll miss the opportunities 
So that's the exciting thing is it's almost forcing brands to engage with their customers' realities much more regularly and much more holistically to really understand how to be relevant in any, because I think relevance and staying on top of what convenience looks like or what service looks like is critical. It changes month to month at the moment. So so one of the things you mentioned up front is you get involved in design thinking as part of your uh, scope of services that you offer. Right. So how do you actually connect design thinking to customer experience? Okay, let me start by saying what I think d- design thinking is. Sure. And there are many definitions of it, but really the the term came about in helping people understand that you can solve problems with a design mindset. And with a lot of people are tempted to think that design is art or graphics or the aesthetic look of something. The word thinking was added to it to say that it's actually about problem solving. It's a design mindset that an engineer might use to solve a problem. So design thinking is the, the solving of problems by understanding the real need below the surface, fully exploring what is the root cause of a problem and reframing that problem so that you can solve a deep need in a way that a customer wouldn't be able to tell you what that solution was. They don't see it. You have to explore and there's some brainstorming involved. So that design thinking process then gives rise to a number of experiments where you can test whether those solutions meet the need and what customers think of that. So that's the general process of design thinking. And it fits so well in the realm of customer experience because the the problems that customers are experiencing are often addressed with a plaster or something that that solves the symptom but not the real need. And so it often goes back to it's not that the customer can't or doesn't want to buy this product, but it's the wrong product. It doesn't, we need to go into product design. We need to change the way we think as an organization. So it's broadened the, the scope of how problems are solved. It's not just a campaign that is a communication solution, but actually we need to rethink how we structure, how we solve, how we offer products, what benefits are really meaningful and that's where design thinking helps unlock that customer experience. Well, in essence, what you're saying is that the marketer's role then would be to solution for both uh, customer and business problems. Right. By applying design thinking. That's perfect. That's yeah. exactly the, the right approach. So is it safe to say that it should all start inside the organization in building a culture of service? So looking at cross-collaboration, shared ownership. Absolutely. I love that phrase, culture of service, because every single person in the organization is there in service of the customer. Even if they're in the legal and compliance team or in HR, everyone is there to support service of the customer, and that is a cultural shift. And I think it's also an important role of customer experience teams within organizations to help every part of that organization understand the role they play in being of service 
And that's where journeys become really useful is helping people to see where they fit into that service I landscape. Yeah, but I think that's so funny because I've never seen organization where the customer service team comes to marketing and tell them, you know what, marketing, we need you on board. I know. This is what our customer service strategy is for our brand. And how do we actually get everybody on board? Because I, I still think that it's a responsibility of your customer service team then to get to make sure that everybody understands this because that's the culture of change right. is you become change agents right so i think what i'm seeing is that there's this disruption in marketing and they still haven't figured out the answer yet because there's two important things you mentioned now which links back to um what the solution should be it's about being data-centric mm-hmm but it's also about being customer-centric first. Mm -hmm. But without the data, you can't actually be customer-centric because you're not gonna know, depends how big your organization is, Mm -hmm. every single customer without the data. Mm -hmm. So somebody has to do this connection points, but the gap for me is firstly, marketing divisions are not structured appropriately. Secondly, there's no skills or competency that speaks to like a customer experience officer sitting in marketing saying, guys, this is what you should be considering. Um, And finally, I still think it's going to take a few years. You're going to see brands that are maybe digital first early adopters Mm -hmm. being more customer centric in terms of delivering that holistic custom experience. And right. the one brand that really stands out for me is Take A Lot. Mm. I'm sorry, I really love that brand <laughs> and the way they um, the, the way they make you feel as a customer, yeah. you, there's no reason not to do business with them, you know, repeat business. Yeah. In essence, that's what every brand should strive for. Right. Because that, that transaction with them is so fluid uh, at all times. And I think it's a great example, and that's the the, the luxury that pure play uh, e-tailers or digital businesses have, is that they've designed their business as a customer-first business and around the customer because they haven't had the legacy of an organization that's been built around structures that serve the organization rather than the customer. So new digital players can change that completely and don't have that legacy to deal with. So I think that that helps them to focus differently. And as you say, it shows up so meaningfully as a customer. You can see that difference in how things have been catered to your needs. So I think that that's, I think that that's powerful. But going back to the, the, the shift that, that needs to happen, I think there's, there is a lot of structural change. But I think that that comes off the back of an aha awakening in an organization. And I think that there are many experiments and exercises that can be done in organizations to help create that epiphany of, we get how marketing needs to open up customer experience and stitch everything together. So if you, as an example, if you said to your marketing team, we want to launch this product or we want to advertise this benefit or position this product in the market, but you can't use advertising channels. If you only had customer service channels to do that and customer touch points, 
and you had no media, no advertising, how would you help customers to understand this product? And so I think that that change is quite important because marketers have become very reliant on advertising. And actually they have so much more touch points available to them to do their work. And I think that that awakening will start to create the structural change that's required. I don't think imposing the structure would necessarily create that heartfelt, meaningful shift towards customer experience. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. If you were the chief experience officer within a brand, marketing, leadership team, what changes would you make then? Well, I'd start first of all by doing those kinds of experiments where I got teams to work without the usual tools to force them to think of how to touch the customer in a way that's valuable without using the things that they depend on. And that's different in different teams. So I've described from a marketing point of view, but you could take the brand team and um, the CSI team and put them together and say, the brand team can't use any advertising or media. How would they use CSI initiatives to build their brand? So getting teams to think and collaborate in different and interesting ways, getting the product designers to work with HR, you know, putting people together to connect dots differently, I think is, is what I would try to facilitate in an organization. I would also set up my sort of center of gravity inside the call center because I think I would listen into calls every single day and I would try to facilitate everyone in that organization having access to customer calls because hearing real people struggle with your organization and your products is the empathy that an organization needs to create. That real human connection with a customer is often missing with the best of intentions. It's just we're all too busy. And I would try to find a way for everyone to be hearing what customers are saying, understanding the real humans that they're servicing, and try to shift the culture that way. I think just to summarize what you've said in um, in this conversation, the the number one goal for most brands is to grow their business. Mm-hmm. So it's a growth objective, right? Right. So what we've been doing in the past, it's an inside-out approach. So we're just pushing out messages, hoping customers are going to take up our product, and we're going to grow sales mm-hmm. and become a profitable business. But what you say is, what if we took an outside-in approach? Mm-hmm because you're putting the customer at the center of your growth strategy and then using the tools that marketers have and advertising being one of them, but you actually haven't explored your other opportunities, which now you've opened up a whole new world of opportunities. Right. And I know a lot. Of, there are lots of brands who bringing that CSI and brand closer together. And they're very successful because you can see from their brand health cause and how consumers feel about them. And and value that authentic expression of purpose. Yeah. So yeah. I think the main thing that really pops up for me is brands often get lost in selling products. Mm. But at the end of the day, your brand is actually at the center of why people will buy your product right. and you're creating that demand. Mm. I mean, if you look at your iconic brands, um, 
black apple or uh, nike yes. you know people buy the brand yes they don't buy the product That's and right. they don't care how much they're paying for the product mm. at the end of the day mm. so um i think that is very insightful what you've just said in closing i just wanted to ask you if you had to leave three things out for marketers today what would it be i would say firstly think about the journeys that your customers experience in their reality in their world and those journeys could be what their daily life looks like it could be what steps they need to go through to get something done and try to see how you can be relevant in the context of that journey that would be the first thing the second thing would be don't be scared of data get familiar and comfortable with data because that is how we build relationship and understand the humans that we're working with i think the third thing would be to find a way to reconnect with the humanity of what you're doing and find that empathy for the people you're serving um that's different for different people some people have a more uh sort of physical or emotional empathy and other people have a more cognitive empathy that's more about curiosity and and understanding the psychology but however you can connect i would ask marketers to go back to that real human human connection with their customers okay thanks jackie and finally what keeps you awake at night world peace <laughs> okay <laughs> world peace <laughs> Okay, um, we'll get there one day. Yes, yes, I'm hopeful. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. We really enjoyed the conversation today. Cool. Thanks, okay. Audrey. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at Talk digitalzay.co.za and who knows you could be featuring on the next one